What's up, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Loop Live. My name is Matt McCoy. I'm the founder of loopcommunity.com and the host of the Loop Live show. And today we have a very special guest. We've got Michael Tate from the Newsboys. Really excited about this conversation. And we're not going to do a long introduction here. We're going to jump right into this interview. So what are we waiting for? Let's bring in Michael Tate. Michael, what's up, man? Oh, brother. Good to be with you, friend. Yeah. So glad. thank you so much for joining us for this. You bet. From Chicagoland, right? I'm from Chicago, and you're down in Tennessee, right? Tennessee. Well, I'm from D.C., another big city, but I live in Nashville now. Okay. I uh, I make it down to Nashville probably once a quarter just for uh, different meetings for work, and I love I love Tennessee. Great spot. I'll, I'll probably go go to heaven from here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it a lot. Yep. So, Michael, a lot of people um, who have been in Christian music, you know, include like me, even I'm thinking back when I was a teenager, like I knew you from DC Talk. I mean, I remember my mom dragging me to, you know, acquire the fire events. I remember going to one in Detroit one time and uh, leaving there changed, man. It was awesome. Like you had such an instrumental, huge part in the lives of so many, so many people. And it's just incredible. I'm, I'm honored to be able to speak with you. And then since DC Talk, now you're with Newsboys, and we're going to talk about that. I'm curious, just give us a glimpse of Michael Tate. Like, how did you get started writing and releasing music? Well, I went to college. I wanted to go into politics. I was at Liberty with Toby Mac and Kevin Max, where we uh, kind of launched DC Talk. And I wanted to go into politics, Matt. I wanted to be like a governor or a senator or maybe the first black Republican president. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> down the road, but that's all we want, what I wanted to get into. And uh, I just started singing. You know, I was singing in my dad's church and singing music on the weekends at churches. And uh, I would go out, Toby and I would go out together. He'd um, run sound for me. My manager back then, supposedly yeah. years ago, we were just kids. Yeah. But, but, we kind of, but we kind of stumbled to this thing. And then we realized, wait, we have talent. Let's write music. You know, let's write our own songs and make it, you know, make it, make, make it a, a yeah. complete thing. So, one thing that you know, it's a very humble beginning. Some of the earlier songs in my career yeah. period were tough, you know, <laughs> hard to look at them like, ah, but you have to have those growing moments, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but God, what he was doing because um, it's lasted in a few decades now and we're still doing it. Yeah, it's amazing. I actually did a DC Talk binge recently oh about a month ago and I had not listened really to the Free at Last record. That's my favorite, one of my favorite records. That's my favorite one that I listened to. I've listened to all of them now in the past month. What's your what's the song? Oh man, the first when it hits that first one, boom! Dun, 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 what's it called? Um, I'm pulling it. Dun, up right dun, 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 dun. Yes, love. Oh, tell my. me, haven't you heard? Love is a serious word. Hey. Yes. Yeah. When that hits, man, the mix and everything is just so good. It slams, dude. Um, one of my favorite still from that record is um. Silence is golden, but these are the words that the world needs yeah. to say the words, say the words. Yeah. Say I love uh, you. Sing it, Matt. <laughs> yeah, man. I liked also socially acceptable. Uh what you thinking, doing the things you do. Whose opinion are you listening to? Just oh man. To- yeah, those those some good songs, good times, man. Some people gotta learn the hard way. Oh, you gotta take my job, take my job, Matt. What are you doing, man? That is such a good album. But um, 
it's one it's an album that I hadn't listened to. I think it was like before I was like probably six, seven years old when that yeah. came out. So I hadn't Easy. listened to it. Easy. And so good. So good. But so how did you get into the newsboys? How did that start? Well, this is really funny because I say God works in mysterious ways and mischievous ways because <laughs> I, along with Toby and Kevin, were, you know, newsboys, they start back in the day, like the Stones and the Beatles, respectively speaking. And uh, yeah. we were we were frenemies, you know, we did our thing and did their thing. But yeah. about, I guess, about 12 years, 13 years ago now, I got a call from Wes Campbell, the manager said, hey, Peter wants to take a break. Will you come in and step in for a while? Well, that while was meant to be all these years later because yeah. Peter really taking a a, a, um, a leave because he was worn out 20 plus years of writing records and touring. It just burns you out, Matt, sometimes, you know? So he was all yeah. good and fine. Spent more time with his family, wife. So he he took off and I came in and um, I would have never saw this one coming, buddy. Not in a million years. Wow. I When I think about the Newsboys, I remember being on the playground in like sixth grade. Wow. And at that time, the big song was the uh, They Don't Serve Breakfast in Hell song. Yep, yep, yep. That's crazy. Do you guys ever play that still? We we do an acoustic set, just like yeah. a throwback. We yeah. do that one. We do um, oh, what do we do, Dave? We do uh, holy, holy is His name, Almighty. Do that one. Yeah. We do uh, angels. Entertaining angels. We do shine in that set. Yeah, it's all the yeah. all the middle park. It's you know, old school set. Entertaining angels. I forgot about that. That was a good one too. It was good too. Yeah, right. Yeah. One to another. Yeah. Entertaining angels by the light of my TV screen 24-7. You wait for me. Yeah. Man, I mean, just that you've been a part of DC Talk and Newsboys, those are like the two biggest, most influential Christian bands ever. It's well, amazing. That point, but I'm with you. I'm, I agree with you. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. So um, you guys have had a... You know, I think blending those two together, you guys have had such a huge impact on Christian music over the past 30 years. What's it like to be a part of a band that's been around for so long? Members have changed so many songs, so many albums. Like, what does, what's that like? I feel like we're just conduits and catalysts, uh, um, blessed carriers, if you will, of this musical message. And the members have changed, but the message stays the same, Matt. All these mm-hmm. years later, you know, it's like... I love the fact that I get to be a part of a legend band, legend group, and um, and keep them keep the music alive. Because yeah. the, 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 I always say we'll pass away. Some of you will we'll leave the band maybe one day, or we'll we'll pass and go to heaven one day. But the songs yeah. live on. So we're just carriers of the good news, and, and yeah. it's, it's an honor to be that. Yeah, it's good. So you've been doing it for a long time. How have you seen Christian music and worship music change over the years? Oh. What would you say is like the biggest thing that you've seen change? Probably the fact of, of, of when you listen to, to Christian radio today, um, most songs are vertical, not so much horizontal. DC Talk is pretty horizontal, and we're vertical, but you know, we were social conscious lyrics. Now everything's kind of leaned towards, pretty heavy lean on worship. And that took me by a bit of a, a, a surprise because I'm not a worship writer as such. I like, I mean, I think my life is worship, you know, how you treat people yeah. is worship, how you love your family's worship. But it's tough sometimes when you um, are used to being a pop writer. So if you listen to yeah. most songs I write, they, they kind of lean on the pop side. Yeah. You know, still honor God, talk about God, all that stuff. But I like to kind of keep both. I like, when the verticals in place, the horizontal works great too. So keep yeah. both. You know? Yeah. Do you but get think, asked I, to leave? 
And I think with the music has changed quite a bit. And it's great. It's because that's where people are right now. Yeah. Do you get asked to lead worship? Um, not so much. I mean, no, not in a traditional sense. Like, everybody rise, let's sing. Yeah. What a fruit we have in Jesus. <laughs> not that yeah. so much. Yeah. But I definitely, uh, I mean, I, I, I've got to, I got to do worship sets. I might do yeah. that in the light with DC Talk and My yeah. Will and, uh, yeah. of course, Newsboy songs, but not just the worst as we know it today from Caleb. Right yeah, now. right, right. So, you guys, tell us about your tell us about the new single you got. He lives out. It's, yeah. it's more of a congregational worship song than some really of So, yes. tell us about that song. We do some songs sometimes that we don't write because we, we try to chase the art, try to chase what's working, what people want to hear. So, yeah. one of my favorite things we do in Newsboys is we take songs that have been put out or just newly released and put our spin on it. We newsboyize it, as I say. And um, he lives one of those songs uh, that just, I think my manager Dave bought it to us, Dave Wagner. And uh, I heard of the church and we were like, man, this is fantastic. And what a powerful message for Easter. Yeah. For the very fact that we know our God's not dead because he yeah. lives. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just what we talk about. It's a part. And people, and the thing is, people at our concert are also churchgoers. So they all know the song. So, it's, so that's another familiar factor musically in, in the show. Yeah, right. Love it. It's a, it's a very strong song. Yeah, it reminded me of like when you guys did God's Not Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tasty's Kind of put your own spin on it. Yeah. So how do you guys continue to keep things fresh in songwriting and touring? Because I can imagine that gets, I would think it gets gets old after singing that song so many times or. Like everything else, bro. I mean, I do believe the old cliche that if a man enjoys his occupation, I'll work a day in his life. That's true because we yeah. get weary, we get tired, we get delayed flights. Yeah, uh, we have a lot of responsibilities at you know, times, but still, it's such a beautiful thing to do what you love to do. Yeah, uh, and it doesn't seem like work. But the, the reason we keep it fresh and keep it fun is because we enjoy it. If we, if we didn't enjoy it, Matt McCoy. I'd be long gone, buddy boy. I'd be like, <laughs> I got three words for you. Instinct wrote a song about it. Bye bye bye. <laughs> I'd be yeah. gone, but yeah. I enjoy. It. I love it. And it's, yeah. and it's 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 um I feel alive when I do this. Yeah, and God giving us this music and giving us this platform, so who's going to use it? What was the pandemic like for you when when you weren't touring? Because I can imagine if you're hell, you, hell know, on you earth. love doing it, hell on earth. I hated it, man. Yeah. I was miserable. Just yeah. a people lover, you know. Toby told me. Toby called me like a month into the pandemic. He says, "Tate, you're gonna have a rough time, buddy." I said, "Why?" He says, "Because you can't touch people. You can't hug them. You can't be because I'm I'm that kind of person, yeah. you know." Yeah. So long story boring. Uh, it was it was good in the sense we, we got to write the stand record, which is my probably my favorite record that I've done with those boys. Yeah, and uh, that was a great time to make that record. We had, we had two years to go back in and rework lyrics, melodies, choruses, set, musical sections, and um, usually on the, the kind of time when, you, when you're touring, you you off a few months, Matt. You might get a few songs in. You go yep. for you know month of touring, you come back and write another. So it's hard to have yeah. that kind of. Dedicated time. So I had time on my hands. So yeah. it was good. Do you typically write only with co-writes or do you ever do just writing on your own? I I, I, can, I usually start a song and I'll probably finish it with a co-write. Yeah. I've written yeah. a few songs that are really hard, uh, hard thought for me and hard deep for me that I've, I've, I've uh, written myself. But I prefer yeah. other perspectives too because I feel like, you know, yeah. like minds with yeah. talent, keywords right. with talent <laughs> can make something special happen. Yeah, right. Perspective. So here's a question for you. If you 
we're sitting down with, you know, a 15 year old, 16 year old kid that's just getting started. Or maybe you could go back and give yourself a younger version of yourself some advice or a young, new, you know, worship leader or musician. What advice would you give? Ooh. Well, I would, I would say what my dad said to my sister and I years ago. If you don't mean it, don't sing it. Mm. And with that charge, I would also say, uh, pray over your music. I mean, we, we pray over writing sessions. We pray hard over like direction and, and lyrics and impact. And I think all of it's important. The melody is important. The music is important. The lyric is important. And they all got to be slapping and slamming and, mm. and firing to, to, to hit, you know, you know, like God's not dead. Obviously, have that that the lyric, yeah. the melody, and at the track. We believe in that idea. You know, those songs, you know, Born Again, those songs have impact because all three walls came together and met. So if you're writing songs, think about people that they're going to be sung to, especially as a worship leader, you know, masses of people. What can they relate to? What can you say? How can you essentially, Matt, Matt say the same thing over again and again and again? Because, it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's the same message. It's the way we share yeah. this. Yeah, just saying it a little bit differently. That's right, yeah. We're asking God for diligence. And for creativity. Yeah. And I say the closer we get to the creator, the more creative we should be. And uh, yeah. that's always a goal, too. So, you know, if you draw near to God, he gives you ideas that can only yeah. come from the most creative mind in the world. His yeah. mind. What, to, what, I'm just curious, like, what inspires you the most? You know, is it going out for a run? Is it nature? Is it art? Is it listening to other music? People. People. Relationships and people. Because I'm such a lover of people and I care for... Um, the hurting, and uh, I don't know. I just, I just, I just ache a lot for people that are unhappy, mm. and there's no joy, there's no spark. And some are Christians, but still aren't. You know, it breaks my heart. Yeah. Uh, I talked to a family member a couple of days ago, and he says, "I'm because Mike. He says I'm not happy. He goes, I'm miserable." And this, and this, this closer to me, but it broke my heart. I thought, well, "What he goes? I don't know what it is. I'm just, I just can't find my center." You know, mm. I'm like. And, he, and I gave him all the, you know, the cliche but true, cliche but true things, Matt, about how you know, get back into it. He's like, I know I tried all that, but it's not working. So yeah. uh, they, he, a lot of people, and he's a Christian guy, but a yeah. lot of people are away, man. A lot of people are hurting and aching and, and, and lost within their circumstances, you know? So yeah, that, that is, that's a serious thing. But for me, um, the joy of the Lord and his creation is my strength. Yeah, yeah. That's good, man. You're right. There are a lot of hurting people out there. And I think the pandemic too, Matt, brought that out a lot. The pandemic made things really, really tough for people. And uh, of course, it brought to the surface, you know, race relations again. Yeah. Uh, drug abuse, alcohol abuse. Yeah. Uh, family abuse, you know, kids and yeah. domestic stuff. So it's tough, man. We're living, I believe we're living in the last days, but we're also living in a time where it's exciting because you can pray and have faith and watch God work. Because these mm -hmm. people are of course, my family members, I'm like, I wish I could just bring, give them a happy pill. But you can't do that. Yeah, yes, right. You know, he has to find it himself. But at the same time, I also get to press in and pray for him. Yeah. To see what God does, you know? Yeah. My God, do it, Lord. So come on, Jesus. Step, step to the plate. Let's do it. Yeah. And it's spending time with people, hearing yeah. stories. I was reading a book about um, John Wimber starting the Vineyard Church. Yeah. And it was talking about how, like, you know, they were going to these churches and someone came to him and he's like, hey, like, when are we going to do like the Jesus stuff? 
He's like, well, what do you mean? Like, you know, like, when are we going to do the stuff that Jesus did? Like, he's like, and, and a lot of times, you know, churches, we're kind of just stuck in this, like, you know, we do the service and yeah. listen to the sermon, do the songs, but we're not actually doing the Jesus stuff. And I think that now more than ever, churches are having to rise up and do the Jesus stuff, like yeah. actually have spending time with people and building yeah. relationship and hearing stories. And that's so how my dad was, when we were kids. My dad was a pastor of church in DC. And now he, we had a Wednesday night prayer and Bible study, Friday night uh, um, visitation, Saturday mm-hmm. knock on doors, you know, yeah, and uh, invite people out to the church. That's, it seems so old school now to go, go knock on a door, door to door, and go, hey, how you doing? I'm Michael Tate. I'm a part of Bible Baptist Church. I want to tell you about Jesus. You got a couple of minutes? My dad yeah. would do that every day, man. I mean, every weekend. It was yeah. crazy. I'd go with wow. him. like, what are you doing, dad? You know? It was crazy. Yeah. That. Right. But we are entering, a, I think, a season where people are are going to really want that and craving that, just real yeah. connection. And I bet you there are people at home right now, and we talk about people who are hurt and lonely, that would love for someone to come knock on their door and say, hey, uh, you know, I know you, you want to know Jesus, you know, or what, just encourage, I don't know, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? But, but, but they're not going to come out and ask for it. Right, right. So they would love it. Yeah, they would love it. I believe it. I be- Yeah, I'm with you. So give us a little glimpse. I'm just very curious. Give us a glimpse of like what a normal week or a normal day looks like for Michael Tate. Well, usually we come home. Well, I'll start with the, with, the, with the tour. We usually leave on Wednesday nights to go to our first city of the four-day run, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Okay. So we leave on our bus. Say we go to Chicago. Eight-hour trip to Chicago. Wake up the next morning, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. We'll be in Chicago on the bus at the venue or the hotel. And I get up, have some breakfast, look at my phone, get in the word a bit. Sometimes vice versa. Word in the phone, but sometimes the phone gets me first and sucks me away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, and then I work out with the band. Jeff Frankenstein, our keyboardist, our band director, we, he has, we do a workout every day. Uh, just kind of cardiovascular stuff. Yeah. Isometrics and thing, things. Yeah. And then yep. we'll do that. And then we'll do a sound check. Then I'll probably take a nap. Read a bit more, have dinner, then a meet and greet for the show, shaking hands, yeah. with some babies, blah, blah, blah. Then the two-hour show, 28 songs, Matt. 28 songs, count them. Wow. Yes. Wild. Uh, yeah. Two-hour show. Then after it's over with, we do another meet and greet with those people who sponsored kids, uh, which is our ministry we have with Child Fund. And we'll do that. And... um Worn out, days over, get back on the bus, listen to music, eat some junk food, not too much, <laughs> but eat the sushi or pizza. Sushi's my yep. favorite. And uh, head down to, to ne- the next place on Friday yep. night. On Friday night, Friday night. Then Monday morning, we come home, tired, crusty eyes, baggage in our eyes, walk in the house. Monday's like my Saturday because, you know, I'm back home from the weekend. Yep. And then uh, Tuesday, I'm going to try to get some things done. I'll leave again on Wednesday. Do it again. Yeah. yeah. 25 plus years doing that, man. It's crazy. It's a dream, but you love it. I love it. It's good, man. And you're, and you're anointed and gifted at it. Well, thank you, sir. You got to do it. Yeah. Right. Do you guys use tracks? Uh, When we play it, put it this way, we play a song. uh, Like to a click? Like do some magnetic click for sure. Yeah. And like the horns will be on track. Yeah. So I want all the sounds there, you know? Yeah. We got tons of keys live, two guitars live, bass, yep. drums, 
but there's always a little bit more you want. You know, I want, I want the whole kitchen sink. Yeah. So yeah. I'll probably put like, you know, a little a BGV vocal on a track over here because yeah. I want my voice to be heard the way it was on the record. Yeah. You know? yeah. Not seeing the lead part, of course. And yeah, whatever, whatever it takes to make the live experience amazing. Do the tracks typically have guide cues in them? Like verse, two, three, four. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Because no. you guys know them. You're not, oh, like yeah. the, yeah. Yeah. You're not like the church musicians you show up and you're like, what song are we doing? Two, three, four. Love so bold. No, no. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't remember where, where I'm going, Matt. Yeah, you, you oh, that's good. The song myself, obviously, or if I did cover the song, I know it's a wall that I don't have to worry about that stuff. Yeah. That's why you're the professional. Yeah. Good, man. So, all right, last question. What's what's next for Newsboys? I mean, you guys are doing a tour. What's happening well, right now? We are working on, uh, we're doing summer dates and working on a brand new record right now, which I'm excited about, piece by piece. It'll be done when it's done. But uh, we just added Adam Agee to our band lineup. He's in the band now, speaking of changing faces and new yeah. band members. He was the lead singer of a band called um, Stella Cart back in the day. And then he did audio drilling for a while. But, uh, Kind of recruited him for the band. He plays great, sings great. We write, we're writing together for this new record. So we're doing that a lot this summer and just spending time with our families and loving people, man. And then in the fall, hitting the road with this new tour. And uh, not sure who we're bringing out yet. Maybe it's just Newsboys. We did Newsboys in the, in the spring by ourselves because the show is, we have enough stuff to where we can do it and there's no need for other bands. But yeah, we'll see what happens. You gotta come out and you gotta come and see a show, Matt. I'd love to. I'm going to look at the tour dates and see. Yeah, do that, man. Have you guys been through Chicago yet? Uh, yes. We have. Dave, we're going to go to Chicago again. You know what I'm saying? You know, my manager's over there. He doesn't know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Keep, 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 keep looking out. You'll see it somewhere. I'll look it up and see see if I can make it out. Man, thanks yeah. so much for taking the time for this. It was great meeting you. and. Uh, you want, brother? It was fun reminiscing, too, on a, some of those free at last I, I songs. I was thinking... I love how you're such a fan of both bands. Makes me happy, dude. Oh, people like you, I love talking to you because you guys, like you enjoyed it. You love it. Oh, yeah. I actually remember my brother having um, one of those songs on a cassette that I think it was like a mixtape cassette that he made. And it was the uh, Lean On Me yeah, When yeah. You're Not Strong. I'll Be Your Friend. Yep. Remember I'll well. help you <laughs> carry, carry on. on. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, Michael, thanks for what you're doing. Thanks for everything you've done over decades. The seeds you've sown, I'm telling you, there are a lot of people like me who, I mean, I've been in Christian music now since I was a teenager and I was highly, highly influenced by you guys. And thank you because it's really changed my life and it's going to impact generations too to come from that. So you're right. That's the goal. That's the prayer. Man. You're doing really good work. So it was great meeting you, and thanks for taking the time. Thanks, brother. See you at the show. Yep, see ya. Bye-bye. All right, you guys. Great interview with Michael Tate from The Newsboys, also formerly DC Talk. Write down in the comments what's one thing you're walking away from this conversation with, and make sure you go check out the new song by Newsboys, He Lives. Go check it out. Go check out one of their tour dates if you can. And um, really appreciated that conversation with Michael and the ministry he's been doing for decades. It's amazing. All right, you guys, stay tuned for future Loop Live events by hitting the subscribe button. Till next time, have a great weekend. Thanks for being a part of the community.
Hey, what's up, guys? This is Matt McCoy. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Hey, it means so much to us when you let us know what you thought. Write down in the comments what you learned from this episode, anything else that you found encouraging from this episode. Glad you guys are listening to the podcast. Hope to provide to you a lot of helpful content as you lead worship. See you soon.